0: had this overwhelming feeling to call a relative of mine who at the time I didn't know was a psychic, had psychic abilities. And as soon as she started talking to me, this energy that felt like peace and love and like warmth shot through the bottom of my feet and just flooded my body in waves.
1: Real life starts now. This is real life radio show.
2: Today, we are going to talk to a young woman who was a student of New Age Yoga and Reiki. But later, she became a student of Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't know, New Age is a series of spiritual beliefs and a religion that really boomed in the 1970s. But it's still around today. New Age theory focuses on the divinity of the universe and it focuses on channeling spirits and communicating with different spirits. Now, if you don't know what Reiki is, it's a Japanese healing alternative method that is really aligned with New Age thought. She was also into yoga. So, Jessica, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
2: Jessica, you were actually not raised in New Age or Reiki, but rather you were warned at a young age to stay away from those things, and you are actually growing up as a Christian. So, how can someone who's taught to stay away from those things end up becoming interested in that very thing? Well,
0: really popularity is what it boiled down to for me in my teenage years. I just wanted to feel cool and everything that came along with that partying and just downright a rebellious spirit. And before long, a friend of mine was killed in a motorcycle accident, and that really forced me to face, what do I believe? Do I believe everything I was taught as a child? Or, you know, is there a chance that this friend of mine could possibly be in a place called hell? I didn't know what her beliefs were. And it really just threw my world upside down. And for days, I just cried and prayed, you know, what is truth? And I had this overwhelming feeling to call a relative of mine who at the time I didn't know at all, short of, you know, birthday cards. They lived in another state, but this thought was persistent. Call this relative. And so I finally got their phone number and went and shut myself in the room and called. And what I didn't know is that this relative was a psychic, had psychic abilities. And I just had a phone call with them. And I just said, I don't even know why I'm calling you. My friend just died. And I just want to know where she is. Just a totally weird thing to say. She asked me my friend's name and proceeded to tell me that my friend was there with her and asked me if there was anything that I wanted to ask them. And at the same time that that happened, what felt like an energy like this hot, uh, it was so hard to explain like these experiences and words, but the best I can explain it is like this this energy that felt like peace and love and like warmth and just like euphoria almost shot through the bottom of my feet and just flooded my body in waves as soon as she started talking to me. And I thought, well, here I've been praying to God, you know, what is truth. And now I'm feeling this feeling that feels like love. And I thought, well, I know God is love. So I thought this has to be God, right? This has to be truth. So I had a choice to make. Do I believe in what the Bible says? Because I knew that the Bible warned against talking to mediums and spiritists. And I had thought, well, that's just because they must not be true. But the Bible actually teaches that the spiritual realm is very real, but it's very dangerous and deceptive. But at that time, I chose to trust my feelings instead of what I knew the Bible warned against. And that's really what sent me on my projection on the New Age path. I chose to believe in my feelings because it felt like peace and it felt like love.
2: Hmm. So here you are thinking you're connecting to your friend who died, but you didn't stop there. You actually decided to make Reiki, yoga, and new age theories more a part of your life. Can you tell us more about that?
0: Well, I wanted to learn how I could, quote-unquote, help people. I felt like I'd really been helped by my relative to get these answers, and I wanted to learn how I could help people the way that I felt I had been helped. And so I discovered the whole new age section at the bookstore, this whole section that had been forbidden to me before growing up Christian, none of that stuff was permitted, was allowed. But I discovered that if I wanted to learn to become a receiver of the spiritual realm, if I wanted to learn to communicate with the spiritual realm, the number one instruction that I was told was that I needed to learn to master meditation, mindfulness meditation, which begins with the... simple, seemingly harmless practice of, you know, focus on your breath. And at first it's a little bit frustrating, but with practice, I really started noticing, oh, I'm starting to feel peace. And you know what? It was a smaller, more subtle version of that same, what felt like love and peace and euphoria that very first time I had connected with my relative. And I thought, Oh, well, this is validating to me. I must be on the path of love because it feels like love. This must be the path of truth validated by my feelings and my experiences. And the more I practice mindfulness meditation, the more I was connecting with something. I was learning to connect with the spiritual realm. And I thought it was safe. And I thought that I was only working with the light side I knew in the new age we believe that there are dark energies, but that you put up protection. So I always, always was very careful. I was always taught correctly and was very careful to put up what I believed was protection. And you know, yoga is the same thing. Yoga is a movement meditation. It does the same thing as mindfulness meditation. Its goal is to unite with yoga means to yoke and to unite with the spiritual realm. And we're often told in our society that that means, you know, to unite your body and your soul and your mind. It doesn't that sound lovely. that is not what it means. <laughs> I did my uh, yoga teacher training in India. I lived in an ashram, and that is not the case. There's actually a text called the Yoga Sutras. A lot of people have never heard of that before that outlines exactly what yoga is, and it names the god of yoga that one unites with within yoga, and the asanas or the poses alone activate the spiritual realm, and that's what people don't understand. And you can't separate it out. Like in our society, people think, "Oh, well, if I don't want it to be spiritual, then it's not. like that is not true. The best way I can explain it is like there's this one quote by this guy named Manju Joyce, whose dad was basically like a huge player in bringing yoga to the Western world, into the states, and into your gym classes all over the place. And he's talking about his dad's philosophy on this. He says, "You just do. You don't talk about philosophy." You just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, then slowly it, talking about the spiritual, will start opening up inside of you. So he's saying, same thing as what I'm saying. He says, you don't talk about it. They don't need to know it. You just have them do it. And slowly, the spiritual will start opening up. It's exactly what I'm talking about with mindfulness meditation. You just do it, and you don't have any control over the spiritual opening up.
2: Wow. So as these ideas and beliefs are flooding the Western world, you yourself are really opened up to it and you became a master in Reiki, not just, you know, a regular person, but a master in it. Can I ask you a question? How did it literally feel when you're opening up to all this like mindful meditation stuff?
0: exactly the same with the feelings of love and peace and these esoteric experiences deep in meditation. And Reiki is a form of energy healing, which anytime you hear energy, you can just plug in spiritual because Reiki will present itself as scientific. But really, when you look at the reality, it's all spiritual. And when somebody is taught Reiki, there's three different levels. I was a master level Reiki, which is the highest level of Reiki practitioner that you can be. With each attunement, it's called the energy or the spirit of Reiki is transferred from the teacher to the student. And Reiki is a spiritual practice and that's a spiritual energy. So some people will think it's just like the same type of energy, like everything's made out of energy, but it's not. It's very much the spirit passed from the teacher to the practitioner receiving their attunement. And then within the practice as well, it's the spiritual energy passing from the practice practitioner out through the palms of the hands into the body of the person who's receiving the Reiki energy too.
2: Jessica, let's stop there because I believe there are many people listening who don't even know about all this stuff and that it's even harmful. I want to have you on our next show to talk more of some of the negative experiences you had with Reiki, yoga, and new age and how you got set free from all this. Jessica, thanks so much for being on our show.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
2: Let's you and me talk more about this right after the break.
1: Real Life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services, and are Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. More real life
2: starts now. Hey, welcome back. Let's dive a little deeper because new age, Reiki, all this stuff Jessica is talking about is prevalent in our society today. I was just talking to a gentleman who owned a business and as I was telling him about Christ, he was telling me that he believed in the universe. He wasn't super into it like Jessica was, but he was asking the universe for stuff. He didn't understand that if it ever did work, it wasn't the universe granting him that. He was actually channeling demonic spirits that might be working for him, but in the end would eventually turn against him. And I think that's the thing to really understand. The Bible talks about not getting in these types of things and why. In Proverbs fourteen twelve, it says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. All that spiritual stuff, we cannot see what's really happening. We might notice, oh, hey, this is good, or someone's preaching about this, this is a good thing. But the Bible clearly specifies that these are wicked customs, and that these are things that are not of God. Witchcraft, sorcery, omens, all these things are not what God plans for anybody. And channeling demonic spirits is something that's dangerous for us. It's almost like my little child when I tell him not to touch fire. <laughs> you know, fire's a good thing and it's right use, but I don't want my child's hand to go into the fire. And the Lord makes it clear that we are not to be delving into these types of spiritual things. And you're going to hear more in Jessica's next show that, wow, something did turn on her. But I want to pray for that person who is saying, I've already delved into this stuff. I'm in this stuff. What do I do next? Father God, I'm praying right now for the person who's saying, "I am done with this here. I want to be free from this, and I realize now, Lord God, that it's not the best thing for me." So, Lord God, we pray that you'd break those bondages of witchcraft and any demonic activity. Pray you'd set them free in the mighty name of Jesus, and I pray that you would help us to know you, Lord Jesus, on a personal basis. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you enjoyed the show and I know your life is touched.
1: Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.